Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today I wanted to share the key points of the 180 method. The 180 method is a way of dealing with a partner who they may have betrayed you or cheated on you. Maybe your marriage is in trouble and you are the one doing all of the pursuing. You are the one taking care to try to fix things. You are the one trying to work on communication tools. You are the one avoiding the communication breakdowns. However, your partner seems to be resistant to all of it. It might feel like they are not trying whatsoever. You might start feeling a sense of doom in terms of your relationship. And you are maybe acting very clingy. You're spending your days thinking about, ruminating about, worrying about your partner. You are so absorbed by the relationship and by your partner that you feel like you're going to have a mental breakdown. So if that's where you're at, I highly suggest you try the 180 method. Here's a list of the main points. Number one, do not pursue reason, chase, beg, plead, or implore. Number two, no frequent phone calls and text messages. Number three, don't walk around pointing out the good things in your marriage or relationship. Number four, don't follow him or her around the house. Number five, don't encourage or initiate discussions about the future. Number six, don't ask for help from the family members of your wayward partner. Number seven, don't ask for reassurances or validation from your partner. Number eight, do not buy or give gifts. Number nine, don't schedule dates together. Number 10, don't keep saying I love you because if you really think about it, he or she is at this particular moment really not very lovable. Number 11, do more than act as if you are moving on with your life. Begin moving on with your life. Focus on you. Number 12, be cheerful, strong, outgoing, and independent. Number 13, don't sit around waiting on your significant other. Get busy, do things, go out with friends, enjoy a hobby, or find a new hobby. Whatever you do, stay busy. Number 14, when you're home with your significant other, if you usually start the conversation, be scarce or short on words. Don't push any issue, no matter how much you might want to. 
Number 15, if you're in the habit of asking your spouse their whereabouts, ask nothing. Act like you're totally uninterested. Number 16, your partner needs to believe that you have awakened to the fact that they are serious concerning their assertions as to the future or lack thereof of your marriage. Thus, you are moving on with your life without them. 17. Don't be nasty. Don't be angry. Don't even be cold. Just pull yourself back. Don't always be available for anything. Your spouse will notice. More importantly, he or she will notice that you're missing, that you're not there. Number 18. No matter what you are feeling right now, only show your spouse happiness and contentment. Make yourself be somebody they would want to be around, not a moody, needy, pathetic individual, but self-assured, secure in the knowledge that you have value. Number 19. All questions about the marriage need to be put on hold until your spouse wants to talk about it, which may not be for a while. Do not initiate any conversations based on this. Number 20. Do not allow yourself to lose your temper. No yelling, no screaming, no name calling, not ever. No showing of temper. Be cool, act cool, Be in control of the only thing that you can control, and that's you. 21. Don't be overly enthusiastic. 22. Don't argue when they tell you how they feel. It only makes their feelings stronger. In fact, refuse to argue at all. 23. Be patient and learn to not only listen carefully to what your spouse is really saying to you, hear what it is that they are saying, listen and then listen some more. Use active listening. Number 24, learn to back off. Learn to keep your mouth shut. Walk away when you want to speak out, no matter what the provocation. No one ever got themselves into trouble by not saying anything. Number 25, take care of you. Self-care, self-care. Can't emphasize this enough. Self-care. Exercise, sleep, laugh. Focus on all the other parts of your life that are not in turmoil. Eat right, take care of yourself. Number 26, be strong, be confident. Learn to speak softly. Think Princess Diana. Number 27. Know that if you can do this 180, your smallest consistent action will be noticed far more than any words that you could say or write. Number 28. Do not be openly desperate or needy even when you are hurting more than ever and you are feeling totally desperate and needy. 29. Do not focus on yourself when communicating with your spouse. It's not always about you. More to the point, at present, they probably don't care anyway. 
Number 30, do not believe any of what you hear them say and less than 50% of what you see. Your spouse will speak in absolute negatives and do so in the most strident tones imaginable. Try to remember that they are also hurting and afraid. Try to remember that they know what they are doing is wrong, and so they will say anything they can to justify their behavior. Number 31. Do not give up no matter how dark it is, no matter how bad you feel. It ain't over till it's over, right? Number 32. Do not backslide from your hard-earned changes. Remain consistent. It is the consistency of action and attitude that delivers your message. 33. When expressing your dissatisfaction with the actions of the wayward party, don't be judgmental, don't be critical, and don't express moral outrage. Always explain that your your dissatisfaction is due to the pain that the acts being committed have caused you as a person. This is the kind of behavior that will cause you to be a much more attractive and mysterious individual. Further, it shows that you are not afraid to move on with your life. Still more important, it will burst their positive little bubble, the one in which they believe they can always come back to you in case things don't work out with their affair partner or with whatever else it is that has caused betrayal if it's not an affair. Emotional affair, sexual affair, maybe they've just walled off and distanced from you. Um, Whatever the case, be consistent. Practice excellent self-care. Give yourself a list of alternative actions. When you feel yourself slipping into that needy, pathetic mode where you want to chase them around and have these discussions and get validation go to your list and when you get done with that list make another list keep going keep trying keep focusing on you because you're worth it and you matter